We'd like to welcome you back to our current event and weekly Bible study for September 2nd, 2019. In the next video, which relates to really the first part because it's all a concerted effort to bring us to the point where the globalist elite, satanic globalist elite, want us to be. Um, the United States collapse, everything is about to go dark. Now, that's their opinion. I'm not date setting. This is the opinion of this gentleman putting this video out and when i went to actually play this the source of it was our had already been removed so this is somebody that reposted the video so evidently this is information they don't want you to know which is kind of common up on youtube anymore Hey everybody, Christopher Green, AMTV Alternative Media Television. Please share this video worldwide. The Dow is positioned for an imminent collapse. This was the secret meeting that Donald Trump had with other world elites at the G7. He was recently in France. This is the discussion that is going around the round table. There's a reason why, for example, Americans are increasingly searching stock market, searching Dow, searching S&P 500, searching Great Depression, searching economic collapse, searching stock market crash, because it's exactly what the global elites have planned. Now, case in point, because I'm an evidence-based person, not an opinion-based person, Warren Buffett, the oracle of bailouts, he received trillions of dollars for his companies, Wells Fargo, Goldman Sachs, American Express, many other financial institutions. He was a part of the bailout culture in 2008 and 09 is holding records amounts record amounts of cash as a part of his portfolio in Berkshire Hathaway now this is significant in that over half of Warren Buffett's holdings some I think 122 billion dollars some somewhere in that ballpark is being held in liquid non-interest negative interest rate bearing accounts at this very moment now, there's only one reason that you would lose money with that much cash on hand. That would be if you expected a global depression, an economic collapse in the very near future, a stock market crash, and the oracle of bailouts was betting against the United States Corporation of America, which is exactly what America is. It's a corporation, and you are a literal security and tool and employ of the United States Corporation of America. Arguably, a lot of my listeners over the years have asked me to get into this subject that he's going to get into, and it's it's complex, um, it is valid, and what he's telling you is the truth here. Uh, but um, he, I, I like this because he's kind of commingling the coming crash with the whole corporate faction of the United States and explain how it all links together. Still under rule of the British crown. That's why you have a social security number when you're born. You're birthed out of your mother's birth canal. And then if you look at your birth certificate, maybe some of you have noticed this, there's a number in one of the corners. The reason why there's a number in one of the corners is because you're a literal security trading on the world stock exchange. Yep. See, you'll pay millions and millions of dollars worth of taxes, dividends, court fees, property taxes, taxes on your car, even when they're paid off for the rest of your life. They call it a mort 
Gidge, mm -hmm. because mort means death yep. in Latin. And the same criminal federal corporation, you know, the Federal Reserve, the private bank. That's why the Bible says the borrower is slave to the lender. Mortgage is death, mortgage contract. It's a death contract, essentially. So, you know, the best thing as far as from a biblically correct standpoint, you being out of as much debt as you can possibly be is a biblical thing to strive for. Owned by private bankers? Okay, there's a reason why they create and mint the currency, and you don't vote on anything. There's a reason, for example, that the banksters voted, didn't vote, but instituted and implemented the trillion-dollar bailouts in 2008 and 09 because they own the United States Corporation of America. Okay, they didn't bail you out, they bailed out themselves. You see, we've moved, this is what you need to understand, we've moved from overt power, force, kings and queens, British rule that was obvious from the queen who still has dominion over dozens and dozens of states and countries where it was obvious to every American, to covert, otherwise known as soft power. For example, there's a reason why the public school system is free. It's because they want to brainwash your kids as soon as possible. Right. Think about this for a minute. Americans, mindless, brainwashed Americans, actually pay for their own mainstream media TV programming. They call it programming for a reason. Think about this. They right. literally pay for their own indoctrination so the deep state can run and air commercials that you pay for. Right. And what I believe this ministry and others like it exists for is to deprogram you. This is deprogramming. Contending for truth. Mainstream media on all the indoctrinate ways, ways they indoctrinate people, that's the programming that most people are under that spell. We have a president here in the United States Corporation of America, just like every other corporation right. has a president. And this corporation, the United States Corporation of America, has subsidiaries. They're called states. In fact, a lot of you probably don't know this, but the 13 original colonies... You know what they were originally called? The 13 companies. Because that's what they are. They're subsidiaries of the British crown. You need to understand you've been sold a lie. You've been sold an illusion. If you were truly free, if you were truly sovereign, then when you paid off your house or your car, you'd keep it and your heirs would keep it for the rest of your life. But that's not the case. If, if you stop paying your property taxes today, on a paid-off piece of real estate, or you stop paying taxes right. and title fees on your car that you've paid off, the government will seize that as property because you are property, my friends. You are a security. You can go to any Wall Street bank. Very few people know this around the world. You can give them your birth certificate. You can give them that number, and they can look it up. You're, you're literally a tradable, marketable security on the global stock exchange itself. So the Dow is positioned for an imminent economic collapse. Warren Buffett, in my opinion, is planning for bank bailouts. He's planning for bank runs. He's planning for an economic shock, unlike anything you or I have ever seen in world history. Now, what's going to be different about it this time is things are not going to recover 
as swiftly and quickly as they did in 2008 and 09 because the Federal Reserve has fired its last bullet. Rates are already negative all over the world. So the only thing they can do is keep taking them negative into infinity. So if negative rates are like 2% negative, 2% now, maybe they can cut them down to like negative 10% or negative 100%. But eventually what you have is a currency collapse. See, this is what people don't understand. They say, well, why can't they just keep taking rates negative forever, Christopher? Why can't they just keep bailing themselves out forever, Christopher? Why can't they just keep minting more QE and all this kind of stuff, and then they'll just keep propping up the stock market forever? The reason is it destroys our currency. Eventually, the currency collapses. It loses all of its value. So right now, the proof is in the pudding. I mean, why else would Warren Buffett have hundreds of billions of dollars in cash? If there were good investments on Wall Street, he'd be invested in them. But he's not. See, he'd ra rather be in liquid cash, earning negative returns when measured in real inflation, than he would buy, let's say, a blue chip company. Now, based on Warren Buffett's own indicators, his market capitalization to GDP ratio, some of you might be familiar with this, by his own numbers. This is just what he writes in all of his books. Okay, I've read a lot of his books. I'm sure you have too. Anytime that ratio gets out of whack, it predicts crisis. So these numbers are pretty crazy. These are just the facts. This is just the math. Uh, Bloomberg points out that Buffett's favorite gauge of, stock of the stock market, the market capitalization to GDP ratio, doesn't paint a pretty picture at the moment. The barometer, which measures the total value of the stock market as a percentage of GDP, was reportedly telling before the last two economic downturns. So, for example, it shot up 146% at the peak of the dot-com bubble in 2000. Prior to 2008 and 09, it shot up to 137%. Today, at this very moment in history, as I bring you this video, and warn of the mother of all imminent financial and economic collapses worldwide, of which the Dow will be slaughtered. And I'm expecting 50-plus percent declines and over 10,000-plus points lost in the Dow in an instant. Not to mention bank runs, illiquidity, and the shutdown of the New York Stock Exchange. That figure, Warren Buffett's figure, sits at an all-time high of 154 percent. Well, no wonder he's in all cash. Don't take my words for it. Take it from the Oracle of bailouts, who's famous for saying never bet against America. I think what he really means, folks, is never bet against bank bailouts, because bank bailouts will always save the chief executives under the president of the United States Corporation of America. Notate, George W. Bush, Bush, when he invaded Iraq, okay, and we look at the Persian Gulf, and we look at the Middle East wars and crises, he was not invading on behalf of the American people. He was invading on behalf of the United States Corporation of America. He was invading on behalf, this is all facts, on behalf of big oil conglomerates. And the military-industrial complex. Corporations. Right? They collect dividends from you. Right. Their employee. Their slave. That's why you have a social security number. It's why you have a birth certificate. It's why you have a death certificate. Because the real truth, look this up for yourself. We are still governed and under maritime British colonial rule. You, you just don't know it.
Everyone's lying to you. Big Pharma's lying to you. The government is lying to you. Politicians are lying to you. The media is lying to you. University is lying to you. Music is lying to you. It's all one big lie. It's all one big system of control. Some of you probably also know, for example, that the hippie movement was a CIA operation. That's why they put psychedelics out into the general pop as a part of an op. It was an operation in a social engineering experiment. Declassified, the Tuskegee experiment is now all declassified, provable. The U.S. government... That's Tuskegee, okay, just so you have that proper... ...willfully, intentionally gave blacks syphilis so that they could test through their social engineering what would happen after giving said blacks syphilis. The government's been doing this to us for decades and decades. That's just one thing they've done. But I've done teachings where I've touched on that, all the experimentation they've done on the American populace. I mean, horrific experimentation without our consent. It, it's just, it defies, it boggles the mind. Fact. Now, what people don't realize today is this is all still continued. The deep state is still operating. The trans gender movement is also a CIA operation. It has nothing to do with human rights at all or freedom or liberty or anything like that. Right. It has everything to do with trans, words are important, transitioning you yep. to transgender. <clears throat> so you get used to body modification and altering what it means to be human, right. altering if you can choose gender and sex and you can modify it through technology, they can also do something very, very important. They can transition you from transgender to transhuman. See, the words, the words are very, yes. very important. You were birthed out of your mother's birth canal when a ship docks. Right, it's coming in to say Asia. An American ship comes in a vessel. It's bringing goods, cars, Mercedes Benz, or you know whatever it's bringing with this food, supplies. It births itself at dock. Okay, there's a memorandum of everything they're bringing into the economy. Just like when you're born, you're birthed. Okay, at the hospital, you're birthed from your mother, and you're put in a ward. Right, kind of an interesting choice of words. You're put in a ward. Well, the only other thing that I could think about that uses the term ward would be a prison. It's because it's exactly what you're in. Now, also, let's go back to hard-hitting facts here because this is the truth. And again, the longer they can keep you cows, useless eaters, okay, these are their own words, as long as they can keep you guys drinking the Kool-Aid long enough, they can orchestrate this mother of all pump and dumps in their favor. Okay, it's exactly why they've extorted all the wealth and they've transferred it to themselves through bailouts. That's already been done. So no one's going to tell you this, right? They're going to tell you it's a conspiracy theory, right? Like child sex trafficking was a conspiracy, but now it's just provable fact because that's what Jeffrey Epstein, his cohorts, and the deep state CIA operatives were doing. See how it went from conspiracy to now just the truth? So no one's going to tell you this on camera. Look, Anderson Cooper is not going to come on camera today and tell you there's going to be an economic collapse. Your financial advisor is not going to tell you that the market's going to crash. That's not how they make money. 
They make money selling you on the idea that it's rainbows, gumdrops, and lollipops for the rest of your life. Now, when the market does collapse and you proceed to lose half of your net worth overnight, maybe you have to declare bankruptcy again, like in 2008-09, they'll tell you no one ever saw it coming. Sorry, we just never saw it coming. It's, if we look at the history of the U.S. stock market, it's always recovered. Well, you know, if you extrapolate the actual math and the history, you know what it tells you? Every fiat currency collapses. Yep. Every civilization collapses. So the proof is in the pudding here. Also today, a very interesting report came out that the top 1% have stopped spending. The top 10%, those in the know, those with the actual money. And by the way, the top 10% of all income earners in America account for over half, 50% of all consumer spending on a year-to-year -year basis. And consumer spending accounts for two-thirds of the entire economy. And what does this report tell us? New recession warning, the rich aren't spending. The top 1% have stopped spending on luxury items, luxury goods, luxury homes are on the decline, art, fine art, cars, they've stopped spending. We're seeing massive year-over-year, month-over-month declines in places like Manhattan, San Francisco, everything's on the decline. So let, let me paint a picture for you how this spirals out of control, how it turns in an imminent and guaranteed panic in the not-too-distant future. People stop spending. Prices start falling. Like 2008 and 2009, right? Are you going to spend money today on, if prices keep falling? If, if residential real estate keeps getting cheaper every month, every year, every other, why would you buy a house today? You'd wait because prices keep going down. Okay, would you buy a stock that keeps going down? Like, hey, you know, it looks like a good investment. I'll buy IBM even though the stock prices keeps going down every single day. No, that's what happened during the Great Depression. It was a negative feedback loop and a negative feedback cycle that kept pushing prices down through deflation. And then you know how we got out of it? World War II. Tens of millions of people slaughtered on behalf of the United States Corporation of America. So look, believe it or not, I'm not here to convince you. I really don't care. There was a secret meeting that was just held with Donald J. Trump and world elites. These are the same meetings that they held in, held in Davos. These are the same meetings that they, they hold at Bohemian Grove. Okay, it's the same occult knowledge. Again, the occult knowledge, for example, you know there's a lot more to this universe. There's a lot more, folks. They've conditioned you to be in the simulation. And that's their sales pitch, by the way. That's why they're going to give you the chip. Hey, take the chip. You'll be superhuman. We'll get mm -hmm. you out of the simulation. So cool over here. Yeah, you'll be transhuman, like he was talking about earlier. The transgender, getting us into that mindset of, well, hey, you can be transhuman now. You're going to be cyborg. You're going to be part machine, part human. You're going to have neural implants. You're going to have the mark of the beast. You're going to have all this fun stuff. You're not going to be able to get saved. Because once you take the mark, it's over, according to the Bible. But, you know, you'll have a good time on Earth while it does last, up until, you know, the end. Amazing. Take the mark of the beast. That's how they're going to sell it to you. All the world's elite know that there are so many higher levels of consciousness, so many higher levels of truth. But you see, the elites feed on death. They feed off destruction, low vibration, and darkness. A deep and dark 
entrapment of i don't even know if it's so much the elites do yes they do but it's the demons and the devils and the fallen angels that animate and operate through them that really feed off that dark energy you know that's that's what animates them and that's what gets them you know gets them up in the morning and and uh <clears throat> makes them bright-eyed and bushy-tailed the thought of that energy they feed off that. They keep everyone down here, all the peasants, all the groundlings, all the useless eaters. That's why they abuse children. They abuse children because they feed off the innocent. They feed off the good and the holy. The ultimate red pill, folks, is realizing we're fighting Satan. Is realizing you, tuning in, are fighting the devil. Yep. These people, the war is, it's not for your mind. They want your soul. That's the ultimate red pill. So they're feeding off this. And, and everything, everything that you see, everything that you've been programmed is a deception. Why would they want you to know the truth? They want it. The most powerful form of control is a control where the people don't know that they're being controlled. They think they're free. They think they're sovereign. This is an imminent. Okay, so now he gets into this big spiel about how we need to all get into Bitcoin. So it turns into like an infomercial. He, everything he said to that point is great. I'm not, I don't tell people to get into Bitcoin. He, th he says that's going to be the, the next transition. And he's probably right regarding the monetary system. It's going to go digital, uh, most likely. And um, he's saying Bitcoin is what you got to get in on in, in order to make all the money. But Bitcoin, if you look at the foundations of Bitcoin um, on the dark web, uh, very, very nefarious, very, very evil. I've gotten into this before in previous teachings. And then <clears throat> knowing that that is going to be the coming backbone for the one world currency, which will bring us into the mark of the beast. There's just no way I can advise people and tell them, yes, do that. Do that definitely. When it's going to bring about, you know, the mark of the beast, essentially. Or it's going to be a factor in bringing that about. I can't do that, nor will I. So, um, <clears throat> but the information, again, just like I, I glean from True News, that's what I have to constantly do, is I have to constantly go through uh, video by video and see what's what, where are they at, what are they educated on, what are they not educated on, what is their hidden agenda, what are they actually after. And then what I tried to do is cherry pick and glean the stuff and then bring it to you, hopefully in an untainted way. So switching gears again, People's Liberation Army of China enters Hong Kong. Mainstream corporate media is running cover for the communist China as it invades Hong Kong. Could we soon witness a Tiananmen Square 2.0? Gordon Wu proposed the concept for the HKZM bridge in 1988. Discussion stalled a year later after the Tiananmen Square massacre. Now, this is the, the HK bridge, evidently, is this bridge from China to Hong Kong. So that was proposed, he said, 88, I think. The troops have been firing indiscriminately, but still, there are thousands of people on the streets who will not move back. In 1997, the United Kingdom returned control of Hong Kong to China with the agreement that it would remain unchanged until 2047. 2047. 
Okay. So China, don't intervene. You're not going to change Hong Kong till 2047. That was the agreement. That same year, the Chinese central government began showing support for the construction of the monolithic bridge. Yep. Because they knew this point was coming when they were going to roll the tanks in and roll the troops in. And they wanted to have an easy way to, to get those troops in there and to also extradite Hong Kong citizens out of there who had been, you know, against the Chinese regime. And that's why the Hong Kong protesters are going so... Because they know this. They see what's going on here. They see what's coming. And that's why they're protesting like their life depends on it. In 2005, tens of thousands of people in Hong Kong marched for a pro-democracy government and the abolishment of appointed district councils. In 2008, construction on the HKZM bridge began. And less than a year ago, Xi Jinping officially opened the HKZM bridge. Less than a year ago, and now what do we have? Chinese troops entering Hong Kong right on cue and they're not supposed to be in there till 2047 he said or 49 or something you know way off i declare hong kong Zhui marco bridge this is xi jinping the president it's now it's officially open says Satan. allowing a 30-minute entry from mainland china into central hong kong the Hong Kong police and the triad gangs have been unable to stall the Hong Kong protests. There is 100,000 Chinese troops training in Shenzhen across the northern border. And now, the People's Liberation Army of China are entering Hong Kong via the 30-minute commute over the HKZM bridge and Chinese naval vessels. Yep. China's military has sent a new batch of troops into Hong Kong. That's according to Beijing's state media Thursday. State broadcaster CCTV showed troop carriers heading across the border in darkness. Now, harken back to last week's study and the, and the study I did the two before that where we talk about how Hong Kong is integrally related with most likely coming current events that are going to bring us into potentially... Uh, war with china and um possibly world war three this means a serious escalation from tear gas and rubber bullets the western media seems to be working for the communist chinese at the very least they act as advocates well again it's a combination yes china plays a big factor and so does the synagogue of satan okay um what Alex Jones never does is calls out the synagogue of Satan. He's just, he's focused on what he calls the Chai Coms. Yes, they're definitely a, a major player in this whole thing. Remember, it's a group satanic global effort. It's just not the synagogue of Satan. You know, it's it's the Vatican. It's the synagogue of Satan. It's the Chai Coms. You know, you there's all types of different factions of, of, of this um, world system that are bringing us into the new world order. And with the whole world watching, it will be interesting to see how the mainstream media reports on what could turn out to be Tiananmen Square 2.0. Things are about to turn ugly in Hong Kong, and how this turns out will certainly have a domino effect on the rest of the world.
for instance. So that really good little concise video there. Now I'm going to keep going though. There's more aspects to this. I'm going to play some other short videos here that get into this. Uh, next one is martial law considered in Hong Kong to crush the protests. So martial law again, you know, where they have the right to do or whatever, you know, implement whatever draconian measures they want to implement because they're under martial law. They're going to suspend your liberties and, you know, bring in, uh, you know, the jackboot thugs to take away all your rights. We're getting word now that authorities in Hong Kong are considering whether to impose draconian martial law powers in a bid to try to crush this pro-democracy protest that has been going on here for weeks on end. And according to our report that's coming out of the South China Morning Post, they're saying that they are not ruling out invoking the emergency regulations ordinance for the first time in half of a century. The ordinance would grant the government sweeping powers, including authorizing the entry and search of properties, censoring the media, <laughs> and imposing maximum term life imprisonment. Yep. They're warning that imposing these emergency powers would lead to the total destruction of Hong Kong's <clears throat> capitalist system. And they also go on to say that the ordinance meant basically a state of martial law. They're saying that the government is refusing to meet five demands of the protesters, which include withdrawing a bill that would allow suspects in Hong Kong to be extradited to China or to mainland China. Now, Beijing still has troops nearby, but they're saying that it's likely they will not deploy these troops inside of Hong Kong unless it just gets insanely crazy. Mm, yeah, that's going to be But as of right now, right? Remember, they've got agitators positioned within the protesters. Beijing does. Fifth column agitators. Guaranteed they've got them in there. And they're the ones that are going and creating all the trouble. It's not the Christians that are trying to do peaceful protests. It's these embedded fifth column agitators that china has put in there in order to create this so that you know the hegelian dialectic you know a problem reaction solution they control all sides of it i guarantee you that's what's going on here in hong kong these are doing their job they're picking up uh, their tactics they've been using water cannons they did that for the first time on sunday and now they're using tear gas and rubber bullets so things heating up level by level now the talk of potential martial law cracking down in hong kong so if this comes about i'll definitely keep you guys posted but this is something that isn't going to go away anytime soon it seems this is the latest i will leave links below follow me on twitter for more Okay, so we have that video now. We're going to listen a little clip on Dave Hodges, and it's entitled Stage 1 is the pushback is underway in Hong Kong. Well, Stage 1, what typically happens when a military force moves in to subjugate a civilian population that's in disarray is you have to send in the thugs first and remove the command and control. And see, this is typical of a military operation. Before we bomb a country... You know, in earnest, and we invade it, we go in and we take out their air defense. We take out their radar, their eyes and ears, so they don't know what's coming. Well, when you want to dismantle civil unrest, you have to snatch the leaders. And see, these leaders 
Once they knew the communist Chinese troops were uh, involved with the Hong Kong police, they should have gone into hiding. Or they certainly should have more protection. 86 leaders, by latest count, have now been taken into custody. Uh, one man was nearly beaten to death when he was attacked. So they're coming, like when this happens in America, they're going to be coming for the leaders first. Uh, you know, I'm not saying I'm anything special, but, you know, people that are the heads of ministries putting out truths, that's where they're going to be coming first. But the thing is, is that God has preordained our time to live and to die. So absent from the body is to be present for, with the Lord. So God can still protect you in the middle of the worst, most satanic crisis you can even possibly imagine. So when you have that mindset uh, within you, then you don't have any fear about this type of stuff. You have the faith to believe that God can protect you no matter what and that, you know, even if you are taken, well, that was evidently part of God's death. I mean, now granted, you could you could put yourself um, in a situation where, you know, you've made horrible decision after horrible decision and now you're reaping what you sow. But, you know, for somebody that's been praying and, and fasting and, and maybe preparing and, and seeking the face of God and these types of things, you know, that's a very good position to put yourself into prior to in a, prior to this. You don't want to wait until it's already coming, raining down on you. Uh, so let's go back to this. A group of men with bats. But see, that's stage one, taking out the command and control, the leadership. Then they figure that the protesters won't be as organized and more easily handled. Right. What comes next? Armed confrontation, cutting off travel, basically trying to confine protesters once they're there, and then you brutalize them. You may not shoot them, but you tear gas them, and some people will asphyxiate. You shoot rubber bullets. Some people will die when that happens. You do what you need to do to disperse the crowd. Now, if you open fire with 50 caliber machine guns, the world community could come down on you. But if you exercise non-lethal methods that kill few people, that would be stage two. Stage three, you start killing anyone who walks out on the street. You impose a dust-to-dawn curfew. You can only go to work. You have to have a pass everywhere. Papers, please. Mm -hmm. And then they start going house to house to arrest anyone who they know had a prominent role in the riots. You've got the leadership. Now you have to go after the associates. And when that doesn't work, then you start the executions. And you make it public, just like Tiananmen Square. And we will, and I, my estimation, maybe we will see, I, I go back and forth on this, honestly. The nature of the Chinese government is so brutal, so evil, so heinous, I don't see how the people of Hong Kong get out of this without major loss of life. But on the other side of the coin, the communist Chinese know that if they do that, the world community is going to shun them trade-wise, and this will plunge their economy even deeper into despair, way beyond where they are now. And if they do that, I've said this, that's a barometer for war. But right now, we're in stage one, and it's going to get progressively much, much worse. And you may have seen the new videos. Anyway, points to consider. Someday... 
people, if we don't stand up for our rights now, if we don't demand equal justice, people like Comey should be going to prison. If we don't demand this, someday we're going to be put in the same position as people in Hong Kong. You're yep. watching your future if we don't act collectively right now. That's it. Okay, so this next video, switching gears again, leftist uh, <clears throat> feminazi devil woman stabs three-year-old boy in the face in an attempted post-birth abortion. Totally unprovoked, out in the open, doesn't know these people, just comes up to him on the uh, on a sidewalk, it's all filmed, and um, tries to kill the little boy for no reason. No reason whatsoever. So when do we cut off abortions? At what week? I think at three years old is when we should, you know. You think at three years old is when we should stop aborting? Look at this sick pig. This, this, and again, it's always, I hate to say it's always white people. And she's got this just maniacal devil look on her face. And she, she thinks it's real funny to kill children up to three years old. And ironically enough, the kid that, that this little boy, this cute little boy, he's three. And so evidently, the feminazis and the people on the left think that, you know, this purge, it needs to start. And it needs to start with those. I mean, it's already, I mean, you, you could look at the, the holocaust of the abortion industry. You can look at the holocaust of the RU80, whatever, for abortion morning after pill. You could look at the holocaust of birth control and the pill and the patch. Because all of those can be abortifactive in nature. And that probably, that figure probably far exceeds anything the abortion clinics, as far as killing goes. We'll, we'll, we'll know when we get into heaven how many deaths, you know, those types of things occurred, I believe. Maybe, I don't know if we'll be privy to that. But uh, but these, these people, these demon-possessed vessels of Satan that are going to beg for the mark of the beast, they want, they think that abortion could should be all the way up to three years old that way you can kind of size your kid up and see if he's worthy evidently and you know if at three you're, you're not really feeling your kid you can just kill it kill your kid so that's what they want children how many times yeah. i tell you yeah. the most banned network in the world Tbilisi, Georgia is the scene of a heinous crime, ladies and gentlemen. Now, this is Georgia the country, okay? He's he's acting like it's Georgia, Atlanta or something. No, it's Georgia the country is where this took place. This morning, I was working out, and one of my friends came over and said, look at this woman slap this little toddler or this young child, no older than three, in the face three or four times, and then the mother and the father don't do anything well it turns out because of the black and white uh, footage or pixelated footage that was on the news people didn't realize that the woman almost chopped the child's nose off and then stabbed him twice in the cheeks like a ninja would do they're showing so him in the hospital um i thought the way that it came in but this would have, I, I thought she rammed the, the butcher knife into his eye sockets, which if you, you know, that's what it looked like, honestly. But evidently she was raking this sharp butcher knife across his face uh, 
you know, as many times as she could. I mean, this this footage gets me so angry and like it's really tough in today's day and age uh, to be be angry and sin not because you're seeing so much wickedness all the time, especially with what I'm doing because I'm constantly immersed in it. And then you see something like this on on a on a poor little innocent child, not bother nobody, walking with his mom and, and dad and, and his little sister. And this witch just comes up to them on the road, unprovoked, doesn't know them, and tries to kill the kid and slice his face off, essentially. The father goes forward to protect the child, she slashes at him. Oh, you and sick. it takes them a second to figure out what's happening. And then she comes back, and this is she literally goes and and, and, and and slices the kid's face open. And they're just standing around. And I have no idea what in the H-E-L-L they're, they're doing. Letting some stranger walk up, number one, and then not really even reacting. And I understand you could say where they were stunned. You don't let any strangers walk up and interact with your kids like that, where they're putting their hands on them. And much less raking a sharp butcher knife across their face. And then she tries to... to, to um, to mutilate the little girl and the dad finally you know gets a clue and in um like pulls the little girl back thing but again you can see it, it's it's color video but it almost looks black and white because it's so blown and out. then she's just she's so nonchalant about it she's absolutely totally nonchalant like like she had every right to do what she was doing she just kind of pulls back and then just kind of walks away with the butcher knife in her hand your knife but it is a and then at least 10 and then he goes after her and all it takes this is this is a this is an overweight white woman that like unless she had a knife would be not exactly somebody that would be um somebody you would fear on the streets put it that way from a self-defense and all it takes is one little wave of the knife in 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 the in the dad totally like shrieks back in horror and goes away from her um and lets her walk off after she's just mutilated and possibly killed his little boy i don't think so not on my watch that's all i'll say that's not happening no no that's not happening butcher knife and she tries to stab him uh, butcher knife or not, you're but that's all it kid. took. Your brains are nobody. Nobody's even going up and, and going after this woman. They just let her walk off just because she flashes a butcher knife. I mean, I, I can't even describe to you the 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 righteous indignation I have watching this video. But see, this is going to become more and more the norm. Demon possessed vessels of Satan walking the street. And anything that appears to be the normal family, especially if you're white, one cute little boy, one cute little girl, little, we little, no, that has to be destroyed because they're animated by Satan and by his devils and demons. So they're going to become targets. So I'm just telling, I'm, I'm going over this, that all of us need to, you know, be prayed up when we go out in public. Put on the full armor of God. Have your head on a swivel. Don't trust anybody out in public. Because the purge is coming. And this is evidence of this mentality. 
that's taking over the planet. But she's a liberal, she's a leftist, an out-of-work artist. And Dr. Nick Begich understands psychology. He understands the fact that the system is trying to make us more aggressive and more hateful. The media is, 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 is like, a, like we're a colony of rats trying to invoke us into civil war. And you're seeing more and more senseless acts of violence. And when we go out and whenever we uh, go to these leftist events, even with flags on our mics that say Action 7 or something else, that they don't even know we're InfoWars, we say, what are you here for? Well, I'd like to kill babies up to age three. Their little voices make me sick. And, and, and well, babies are parasites, and so are children. We need to kill old people. And these are women. We're not even looking for these people. We have dozens and dozens of these videos. So let's roll for TV viewers, radio listeners. It's posted on InfoWars.com. Woman randomly stabs three-year-old boy in the face in street in Georgia. Let's roll that video for me again. So imagine you're walking along, and the, the, the father has the daughter. The little boy's right there, three years old. The woman stabs him. The father defends the daughter when the woman tries to stab the little girl. Now, they went and looked up who she is. She's a liberal artist out of work who wants to attack a good-looking family that has children. Now, I'm not just saying this about the left. They have turned into a crazed mob. Now, I just saw this five minutes ago before I went live on oh, air, I preempting mean, I, Dr. Beggins. He understands. It. I want to get his take on this. But he's covering fascinating things. <sighs> and so I just had time to only run into our guys and say, get me one woman saying kill kids to age three. We have dozens of these. And we put out an abortion video that's five minutes long showing women recently saying this. So yeah. something's happening. There's a psychoticness, like these mass shootings, you name it, where there are more senseless acts. And they're typically white women. They are. It's almost like the faction of the white left that have bought into the lie of, of, of you know, Satan and the depopulation lie and the, the just team evil lie. They're, they're absolutely the worst out there. Um, there are, they're being used more mightily of Satan than almost any other demographic that I can pin down. So when I go and, and you, you hear me saying, oh, it's all about, it's always the lone white... I understand I'm always going to also, you know, uh, point out that my own race has, is, has, there's large swaths and factions and they are the most rabid of all the demographics regarding this radical leftist satanic agenda that they're trying to implement this death agenda. They're the worst. Uh, you know, for no reason uh, of of violence, and it's it's getting more intense. It's getting more insane. I, I would imagine this woman's on psychotropic drugs. Probably, it says on the inserts they can make you do things like this. Uh, we also uh, again just a few days ago had the 16-year-old man kill his sister and her young uh, daughter. His his niece, uh, his brother was married to her. He was attacking police even though they had weapons and humping uh, with demon noises. Going, uh, just humping random people and then screaming, I'm going to eat your soul. 
So it's like a Day of the Dead event happening. Uh, let's go ahead and play the video uh, of just one of the clips we found in the last couple minutes uh, from a month ago here in Austin at a anti-Trump rally. And they're talking to them about how late should we ab abort children? Because now they're aborting them after they're born and harvesting their organs uh, via the governor of Virginia, the governor of New York and other states. So here's that clip. So when do we cut off abortions? At what week? I think at three years old when we should you, know. you think at three years old is when we should stop aborting she's smiling times yeah. I tell you. she's smiling so smugly and happily the whole time she's saying it she's of her father the devil and of his lust and of his works she will do she loves death and hell and she's going to get a big fat dose of death and hell when she dies unless she repents and gets saved but then again, there is such a thing as being turned over to a reprobate mind and having your conscience seared with a hot iron that can transpire. And I see that happening more and more and more in large swaths of humanity. And I don't know from a biblical standpoint if there's any hope for people like that who've had their conscience seared with a hot iron, who have been turned over to a reprobate mind. That's between them and God. But I would venture to say at bare minimum, there's a very low percentage of them that actually ever end up getting saved. Now, that's all they were able to find from a report. We have the raw footage here. I'll have it for Sunday. She goes on to say, I'm sick of their little voices. Oh. And we have woman after woman oh. sounding like this. So there is what the Bible talks about. Other historians and the ancient Greeks talked about times when large portions of towns would just go crazy. It wasn't rabies, but people would just start eating each other, killing each other. Uh, the ancient Greeks thought it was vampires, and, and so they would actually go hunting for the crazies at night because they would only come out at night, and that's even on Discovery Channel. And it's, it's mass demon infestation and possession, and now they've got technology with, you know, the, the, the 4G and the 5G and, and the, all of the different technologies they've got with the smart meters where they can ramp you up or calm you down based on whatever they're pumping into your system, the cell phone towers, the Gwen towers, the Scalier. I mean, when the time for the purge is whatever they deem that for, they're going to crank all that stuff up to max. And you're going to see people going crazy just because of that. And that's not even taking into account all the demonic infestation that could be going on. The Bible talks about women being without natural affection, or actually, in Romans 1, both men and women being without natural affection. And and you, you, you have women that are out there wanting to kill children and, and, and going out there now trying to actively kill them and and slice their faces open and it's just you 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 can't comprehend the level of wickedness and evil that this world is coming into and and is exempt showing examples of it's unbelievable Next report, which kind of dovetails from the last, academics argue that mothers should be allowed to kill their newborns. It's morally the same as abortion, they say. <clears throat> Killing newborns is morally the same as abortion, a publication in the British Medical Journal. So the medical pharma cartel argued back in 2012, according to the paper authored by Monash and Melbourne University, academics the moral status of the infant is equivalent to that of a fetus and obviously it's good to kill your baby uh, abort your baby so it's fine to kill the infant the authors go on to suggest that neither can be considered a person neither an infant or a fetus in 
a morally revel relevant sense, the authors argued that afterbirth abortion can be justified on the basis that the baby is not missing out on a life he or she cannot contemplate. Furthermore, considering that one-third of infants with Down syndrome are not diagnosed in the womb, the authors suggest a mother should have the chance to end the child's uh, life post-birth. So, that's the brave new world we're, we're increasingly moving into. Next report, zombie-like woman bites Uber driver during shock rampage. These are all just, these all just broke this last week. Uh, an Atlanta-based Uber driver was victim of an attack and a vicious biting by a crazed woman described as a zombie by onlookers. Yeser Haiti says she had just dropped off passengers when the woman ambushed him on the street, climbing onto his vehicle, screaming at him while breaking his windshield wipers. And the video's here. I, I, don't, I wouldn't advise you to watch it. She's acting weird. She's acting wild. She's on the car, hitting it, telling me I need to die to kill me. And I put a Bible verse in here, Proverbs 8, 36. But he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me love death. And again, this is increasingly what you're seeing from the demon-possessed populations of the world. They love death. She's, she's telling this total stranger that she needs to die and to kill me. I mean, whatever. The woman then forced her way into the driver's seat of Hades' car and proceeded to thrash around while he dragged her back out into the street. Enraged, the woman reportedly sank her teeth into Hades' ribcage. No, she did. I watched the video. The weird thing about it, though, is, you know, he's almost like they're, like, he's kind of got her, like, almost like, I don't know. He, he's kind of, like, trying to restrain her a little bit, but she's she's pressed up right against him. She He just gives her the an absolute total. He, he underestimated this woman is what happened. Didn't have to be this way. He could have pushed her off him. And kept pushing off and got in his car and probably drove away. But, you know, he let her get all chummy with him. And, and you know, she turned around and just sank her, her teeth right into the side of his rib cage. And he said, the pain, I said, God, just let, let her take my flesh. I don't care. <laughs> okay. And Haiti said, I want to go. I want her to go away from me. She's like an animal to me. A dog doesn't bite like this. I mean, it showed it, and she's literally just sitting there, like, sinking her teeth into this guy's ribcage, and he's sitting there screaming. And it doesn't even look like he's pushing her away or anything. He's just letting her do it. It's so weird, the whole thing. I mean, last night, I witnessed a zombie apocalypse, wrote Twitter user Rico, who originally shared the video. Nobody, nobody tried to help him either. I mean, granted, he's a grown man. He should have, this woman weighed, like, you know, looked to be 120 pounds. He's a grown man. And he's just sitting there letting her sink his teeth. You know, he's perfectly capable of getting this woman off him. Police say Campbell, who already had two probation violation warrants out, later urinated on the floor at the station while also banging her head against the wall. Hardy says he's disappointed bystanders did not intercede to help him. Well, you know, dude, you, you need to also be a man and you could have easily, you know not even hurt her just pushed her off you but it's almost like he just let her do whatever she wanted it was so weird the people watching they do nothing Hottie said yeah well you're a grown man uh act like one uh the um the video was very very disturbing and again it's just an example of a demon possessed witch that went crazy probably whacked out on drugs um i 
explored it a little bit more and she's a triple x porn star too or she's got her own triple x porn star twitter i think i i believe and she was up there posting 10 hours afterward like nothing had happened because somebody mentioned that i'm like no seriously and then i went to the winter twitter page and and she's like oh yeah and she starts talking about all this pornist and i'm like what and i'm like okay well you know you're demon possessed vessel of satan you know you're into triple x pornography you're into um i don't know i'm gonna say the other stuff and it's kind of makes sense it, it really does and this is the way unfortunately a large swath of society is heading down this incredibly dark road uh switching gears again here listener comment about a report on bigfoot dogman and two other evil creatures and this is from a longtime listener, Barry. Here's the link to a video. Caution some strong language. Wes Germer of Sasquatch Chronicles confirmed what the elders had been saying regarding Bigfoot. He mentioned that the former spirit medium had told two brothers that dogmen and Sasquatches are coming out of the earth. Remember what the report I did? I don't know. It was like the report before last where the, the elderly couple that lived on the property... And they, they had all these cryptozoological creatures constantly roaming around. They couldn't come on their property because, you know, they had prayed to God. And I, I don't know if they had pled the blood of Jesus Christ over the property, but they weren't able to actually get on the property. Which, again, that's that's what I want to emphasize. I want to emphasize that, that that's, that's the way to defeat these things. That's the way to, you know, go about spiritual warfare. And... They, this goes on to say, and they will attack humanity. According to West, the former witch had told them that the demon, an entity, presents him itself as a homeland, homeless woman. Well, we'll get into that in a second. Uh, and then Barry goes on to comment, more dangerous monsters and cryptids will come out of the earth to attack humanity. I, I totally believe that. I believe as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Well, from what the lady had said in that previous video where she lived in the middle of this national park that was uh, evidently had an underground base here's the scenario guys these places that are way off the grid they've got these underground bases they've got um whole <clears throat> areas where they keep these freak hybrids that they're creating these science projects these uh hybrids these chimeras that they're creating and what they're doing is at least to a certain extent they release these things and again i'm not sure if they're releasing them primarily at night or during the day but then they they have these they're, they're all implanted with chips and they have these homing devices that bring them back to the underground base at an appointed time um this is what appears to be going on now i'm not saying every cryptozoological creature that's the case okay but i'm saying that our own dark black objects of black project uh, of the government where we've got trillions and trillions that go missing you have you look at like the i don't know how many trillions that went missing in the pentagon and they're like i don't we don't know what where it went it went to this type of stuff these deep underground military bases their space programs things of this nature okay our hard-earned tax dollars at work and they have these these places where they create these creatures and they release them because they're beta testing them to see what their reactions are out in out in the woods and out in you know if they encounter humans if they encounter other animals and then they're also trying to through these microchips through whatever neural implants they're using 
to control them. Now, at some point, and I believe it's probably going to be, you know, maybe in, co in, in concert with the purge, at least the first inst instances of it, most likely, definitely during the tribulation period, you're going to start to see these things come out of the shadows. This is going to become like part of everyday life. And the Bible says, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Well, we're, we're in those days. We're on the cusp of that. And, um, and Enoch, the book of Enoch, which I use as commentary, it talked about how the giants defiled all the animals, how they procreated with the animals, how they created. And this is where we get all of the Greek myths and legends, you know, about, you know, half... Uh, horse half human half whatever half you know the the, the satyrs the you know pan type creatures uh um you know all of these freak creatures well our government confirming what jesus said about the days of noah being like the days of the coming of the son of man are creating these things and they're going to be used as a part of the demonic army that is released during the end times and this is just further evidence of that and i'm seeing more and more of these types of reports come out uh barry says more dangerous monsters and cryptids will come out of the earth to attack humanity monsters that are meaner and nastier than the sasquatch they're referenced within the passages of the bible well to a certain extent according to my elders like where job talks about leviathan and, and other things that you know we're not 100 percent sure exactly what they're referenced to but uh, according to my elders uh, barry's a an indian in uh, canada according to my elders sasquatches go underground during winter where it's warm yes i've heard that many times but occasionally they would go up to the surface i suspect the scouts were sent out for hunting food you can't go where they're at you will fall down on the stony ground from heart palpitations and, or from tear okay well that's not my reality i don't receive that um, I can do all things through Christ Jesus which strengthens me. And I'm going to get into the Bible verses regarding that. But I don't ever receive anything like that. I don't, I don't believe anything like, yes, apart from Jesus Christ, sure. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But that's not my reality. That's, that's not mine at all. Um, another thing unrelated to the video. There's one tear whose name I will only mention once. Okay. Uh, the Ajizag... Ajizagajo, aka the Wendigo, is a cannibal slash man-eating monster that was once a man. When let's just like you know, a vampire was you know, and a werewolf was you know, they're they're, they're shapeshifters essentially. When a trapper or a warrior is caught in a snowstorm, sometimes they are driven insane from starvation. He bites off his lips, his fingertips, his hands, his forearms, and his skin is ripped from his torso. No man can go near it because of its sheer monstrosity and towering height. Well, he'd have to really shapeshift if he was a normal man that turned into this thing, but okay. When you see somebody at the distance, you will see it, see it as a man. But when the fiend walks closer to you, then your courage and strength will fade as you drop to the snow. And again, this is all like, okay, not me. No, I'm sorry. Not me as a born-again Christian. I, it's not happening. I've went and sought these types of things out for years now and engaged i've tried to find the worst of the worst and you know i'm still here and i'm telling you right now as born again christians we have that power we have that power to deal 
and engage these devils. We do. So, um, you know, the fear of man bringeth a snare. And that's what this encompasses under. This is the fear of man. This is the fear of, you know, things like these cryptozoological creatures. Anyway, when you see somebody, at a, your courage and strength will fade as you drop the snow, covered, frozen to the ground. He, he can't go anywhere near to where there's lightning, lighting that intrudes his dark domain. Only a medicine man or a shaman skilled in the craft, meaning witchcraft, can vanquish the wintry terror. Okay. Is that really what the approach we want to take? Really? Then he goes on to say, a man of God sanctified by God Almighty through the hand of God can vanquish it also. Thank you. Thank you. Alone a human can't kill it. A man or a woman would have to focus on the Son of God to strengthen and fortify him or her. Yeah, I, I absolutely totally agree. Um, my response, and then I'm going to play a part of this video that he's in reference to. My response is, we as Christians were created for such a time as this. Okay? We were created for that. God didn't bring us into this time frame that we're living in, in the end times, by accident. He knew exactly what he was doing. And that's what you have to understand about the days and times we're moving into, which are going to be the darkest, most likely the world has ever known, save the days of Noah, or probably somewhat equivalent to that. So, Daniel eleven thirty two, And such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he corrupt by flatteries. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. And that's in regard to the end times that we're moving in, because it's Daniel eleven thirty two. Well, the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Yes, these are the types of verses you need to think about when, if you start to get scared of stuff like this. No, 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 no. Fall back on the word of God because the word of God is truth. You know, Satan comes and, he, and he's going to try to feed off any fear he can produce in you. That's what devils and demons feed off of, fear. Don't give them the fear to feed off. Luke 10, 19, behold, I give unto you this is Jesus Christ telling his disciples and essentially the body of Christ the same thing. Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Great one to claim. Isaiah fifty nine nineteen. So they shall fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. These are all great ones to commit to memory. Jeremiah 51, 20. Thou art my battle axe and weapon of war, for with thee I will break in pieces the nations, and with thee I will destroy kingdoms. And that was a commission I believe God was giving to Jeremiah. Psalm 60, 12 and 108, 13 say the same thing. Through God we shall do valiantly... For he it is that shall tread down our enemies. Yeah, amen. God's going to do this. That's the thing. We have to focus on the Lord. Like Barry said, we need to focus in on the Lord and, and have our faith in the Lord that he's going to do these things. He's going to tread down our enemies. But through him we shall do valiantly. Isaiah 54, 17. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise up against thee in judgment thou shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and the righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. So this is our heritage. This is our birthright. Okay? No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. My birthright. 
And every tongue that shall rise up against, against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. My birthright. So, the problem is, is if you've never committed these verses to memory, or you've never even read them, and I'm not talking really to my listeners, I'm talking just the average Christian, and you have no real faith, how are you going to really engage the wickedness that we've got coming down the pike? How, you know, because there's nothing, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So when you put more of these verses into your being, then your faith is going to build. When your faith is tested, it also, it's like a muscle, it gets stronger. So having your faith tested is a good thing. Uh, let's see here. Jeremiah 23, 29. It's not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces. Love that verse. Psalm 91, 13. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, and the young lion and the dragon shall thou trample under feet. Now Psalm 91 is predicated upon he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And, and the, whole, the whole preface of Psalm 91 is dwelling in the secret place of the Most High. So, you know, the most direct thing I could say is spending time with God in your prayer closet by your by yourself to a certain extent you're dwelling in the secret place of the most high and then you can then you can appropriate the blessings of psalm 91 but if you're not doing the first verse then i'm not saying god still can't protect you but you're you're not going to be you're, you're not putting yourself in a position to appropriate psalm the blessings of psalm 91 if you're not doing the first verse dwelling in the secret place of the most high now Here's some principles Henry Groover uses to take authority over animals that try to attack him while prayer walking. Unfortunately, Henry is, I think, on his deathbed. Um, <clears throat> he's got cancer and it's eating him up, evidently. And um, I tried to help him. That's all I can say. I've done this with several men of God. I tried to send, I even sent him Intramax, the, um, the little bottles to take, just something to give him nourishment. And, um, I don't think he's not been receptive to any of it ever. I've told him I'll do free consults. I'll, I'll send him free nutrients, whatever it takes. He's very nice. He's a very nice gentleman. I love Henry, but he, like Greg Everson, who I tried to help, who ended up passing away and Ron Wyatt, who discovered like the Ark of the Covenant and Sodom and Gomorrah and, uh, the Red Sea Crossing uh, and a lot of other biblical things. I sent him a protocol, but but him, I sent it to him. He got it like the last week. Um, <clears throat> but I, I believe all these these men of God were very, very. They have very, very big medical mindsets. They're they're they trust their doctors and they they believe what they're telling them. And um, um, you know, the medical profession is. I love emergency medicine, but you cannot drug or surgery or chemo your body into good health. And um, the roots of the medical profession are absolutely satanic and evil. 100%. The medical pharmaceutical cartel. And again, just key in pharmacia, sorcery, pharmacy in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. Or, you know, I, I talk about this you know, all the time, how wicked and evil the medical profession is and the vaccine industry and these types of things. And again, you're, you're putting your, your trust in these, these men that, that are not, or these men and women that are uh, many, many times, they are not Christians. They're not hearing from God. They are not, you know, they're perpetuating something that um, 
from a pharmacia standpoint, which, you know, pharmacia is the root word for sorcery. Uh, so pray for Henry. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not saying God can't heal him and he won't heal him. I've been praying that he would. Uh, but it looks really bad from what I've heard. But anyway, these are principles Henry Groover uses to take authority over animals that try to attack him while prayer walking. Uh, Genesis 9.1, And God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Verse 2, And the fear of you, meaning Noah's, Noah and his sons, and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth. You can claim these verses, guys. And upon every fowl of the air, and upon every and upon all that moveth upon earth. That would include cryptozoological creatures. And I don't care how big and bad they are. I don't care if it's a 30-foot, 50-foot, 100-foot giant. I don't care. It's all irrelevant. The, re the reality is, is my God sits on high, ever seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty, Jesus Christ, and he created the universe. You can't top that. I don't care if the giant's a 1,000 feet tall. You can't top him. One thought of him, and that thing is gone. So, claim this verse. The fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth, and upon every fowl of the air, upon all that moveth, and upon all that moveth upon the earth. And upon all the fishes of the sea, into your hand are they delivered. Amen. Deuteronomy 11.25 There shall no man be able to stand before you, for the Lord your God shall lay the fear of you and the dread of you upon all the land that ye shall tread upon. So he uses that when he prayer walks. You know? The fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon all the land that ye shall tread upon as he has said unto you. Leviticus 26, 7 and 8. And ye shall chase your enemies, and they shall fall before you by the sword. And five of you shall chase a hundred, meaning a hundred of your enemies, and a hundred of you shall put ten thousand to flight, and your enemies shall fall before you by the sword. I'm telling you, we need, to, we need to adopt more of these spiritually minded, spiritual warfare, militaristic mindsets in our mind. For we battle not against flesh and blood, but against princes, principalities, the rule, you know, like it talks about in Ephesians 6, and it talks about putting on the full armor of God. I'm just, I'm, I'm just hitting on a couple points here. There's a lot more to this, but um, we're going to be facing some crazy stuff, potentially. And you, you want to have the faith, you know, you want to have that faith to believe that, that you are fully equipped and fully capable of dealing with whatever satan would put in front of you but you can only do it through the lord jesus christ according to henry groover this is the order these procedures need to be done in now this is a whole other section uh through the name of the lord jesus christ which is authority through his blood for the remission of sins that were committed there now this is when he prays over land through his blood the blood of jesus christ for the remission of sins that were committed there and or by the person you are focusing on and his body meaning the body of jesus christ uh, and why for the body of those that transgressed were viol were violated there this is where innocent blood's been shed upon the land essentially and the mind of jesus christ for the sinful minds of the transgressor and those that were violated there and his spirit meaning the spirit of jesus christ and this is to atone for the spirits of the transgressor and those that were violated there these are principles he uses in prayer walking that he believes god's revealed to him 
when you go to an area and i know i know that was disjointed but if you read this the section i'm posting it in the pdf it'll i think it'll make a little more sense and you can add it to what you might be doing i have a whole i have a whole document on like spiritual warfare on on like go, when you pray over places you can just email me at the contact page or request it i'll send it to you give it to you for free I pretty much give away everything for free. <laughs> freely if I receive, freely I give. But I but it has taken me years and years, decades to to amass all of this and then to go back in and revamp the documents over and over and refine them and make them better. And I'm talking thousands of hours I'm sure I've spent overall doing this. I've got a collection of word docs and I don't ever charge for them. Just I give them away. I want you I don't want to ration bullets. I want the body of Christ to be as equipped as possible. Uh, but yeah, it's taken me a long, long time to put all this together. I, I just revamped my one on dealing with devils and like, um, things you can do in your own life, in your own house, ways to pray, things about fasting. Um, uh, it's the most comprehensive document I have on just spiritual warfare personal spiritual warfare now this is a separate document that i'm kind of going over here i'm just going over a little bit of it and that's that document is when you when you go to pray over specific places like if you're prayer walking or if, if you go to an area where innocent blood has been shed and you want to reclaim and, and remit the sins over the land and reclaim the land back for the lord because the bible says the earth is the lord's and the fullness thereof and all they that dwell therein so i don't i don't care you, you go somewhere oh no this city belongs to satan no it doesn't it all belongs to God. It all belongs to him. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and all they that dwell therein. So, you know. Um, and then it ends this by saying, when you go to an area where sins were committed, you claim the above mentioned points as a payment for the debt or transgressor um, and those that were violated there. So that's he's used this principle I'm, I'm sure for decades just one little one little point of what he does uh now i'm going to go ahead before i get any further i want to play a portion of this interview that barry sent me and so you can understand a little bit more the context of the email i read you from him I'll give you guys the uh, exclusive i need some exclusive music here i'll give you the uh, exclusive on what happened so I had these two brothers contact me. Did I tell you the story, Woody? Mm -hmm. This is the uh, uh, YouTube channel, the Sasquatch Chronicles. Okay, and they're they're this is the story that Barry was talking about, at least a part of it. I'm not going to play you a ton of it, but the, some of it. You have to tell me what you think afterwards. No. Oh. Here it comes. This guy's fired up tonight. Uh, get ready. <laughs> so I had these two brothers on, right? And it was the episode we need help very cool guys very nice uh, absolutely great guys two brothers and they were having trouble around this property and they were having very aggressive type encounters and they sent me some pretty cool pictures of these things what appears to be an, it looks like an ape standing in the bush probably 40 feet away from where he took the picture i mean just just black not really a blob squatch better than a blob squatch but uh, you can't see too many details, but it's just this black figure standing in the, in the brush looking at him. So they sent me some pretty good evidence. And the story, what happened was, is they had moved into this home and started notice, noticing activity. No one had lived in in this area or in this home for several years. 
So one brother moves in, and he's probably, I don't know, uh, uh, probably two miles from where his, his brother, his brother bought a home about two miles away. It's out in the middle of nowhere. And they buy this home. Now, when I first talked to the brothers, it was very interesting to talk with them because they had mentioned this woman, homeless woman. And I regret never asking any questions about it, but I just passed it off as a homeless Now, before I, I forget, also, this document that I have on praying over these places, this is something you could do in your neighborhood, something you could do over your house. It's something that you could do over if you, if you did move out into the country. And let's say... You move, like, I'll be quite honest with you, the big reason, the place I'm at right now, this this place I'm at, um, big reason that I'm here, and we're paying a very reasonable rent price, and we have been for a long, long time, and it's been a blessing, it's been a, it's been a blessing, and I mean, um, on paper, there's no way I should be paying this, for what we're getting, it's a little amount. Okay, um, and this has been the case for a long time. It's been a blessing. Our landlord, he takes out our trash. He mows the lawn. He does all kind of extra stuff for us. He's never given us any problem. I'm almost 100% convinced when we moved in here, this place was severely haunted. Taylor is very, very, she picks up on that stuff more than, uh, more than I do. Her discernment level is very, very high with these things. And she told me right off the bat, there's serious, serious demonic activity going on in this place. And um, we, a lot of it was more manifested And um, when we first moved in. Before I had really, really started doing uh, the things I should have done right off the bat when we moved into the house. I'm guilty of that. But remember, this is a learning process. And, and you know, going back nine years, well, that was nine years less experience that I had. And I've since went through the house and started in the attic and, and done a whole spiritual cleansing of the house from a from a biblical standpoint. Going starting in the attic, going down to the, the to the second floor, going down into the the first floor, and um, that made a huge gigantic difference. But I am convinced that a big reason that our landlord has been so now granted it's I want to give God the credit, but he's been so uh amiable and easy to work with and uh kept the rent down is because when we got in here whoever was in here before us man they had they had just picked up and left like a lot of stuff i mean a lot of stuff bags of it in the garage there was stuff inside and you could tell they got out of dodge real quick and i think this had happened to him over and over and over and as a result, when he finally got a tenant in there that wasn't going to give him, you know, problems and, and was going to pay the rent on time and not fleeing, you know, horror, he was very um, uh, eager to accommodate them. <laughs> and it's been that way. I got nine years to fall back on to say, yeah, this isn't normal for most, for a landlord to treat you that way. It's not, you know. The guy uh, is, from what I've heard, our landlord is one of the uh, the biggest uh, property owners in this whole region. He's got a lot of money. He mows our yard personally. Like, methodically. 
does all the stuff, trims our, our hedges, takes out our trash. I mean, accommodates us in about every way. That's not normal, you know? And I'm very grateful, and I tell them that, you know? But, I mean, I'm just saying. I, I and, and, again, we've done a lot of stuff that I've, I've prayed over and, and um, really created, I think, the, um, an environment here that where we're just not even under any kind of demonic influence at all anymore. Okay, sorry, I got... I had to take a call there um and i'm just gonna go back to the to the report here um and play another six minutes here oh, man. and so the brothers were getting it was becoming more and more aggressive these things were getting more and more aggressive with these guys i think as most most of the members know that have listened to the show they had one chase them through the garage it had actually peed in the garage as it was chasing this kid he goes inside the home. So they evidently were, they had like these Sasquatch type creatures chasing them around their property that they had bought. Having it come up to the window at night, to his daughter's window. I think his daughter's like eight years old. And it was coming up to the window at night, tapping on the window. And he'd catch it several times. He'd turn on the light and catch it. And it would stand up and walk back into the wood line. So to cut a long story really, really, really short, they were having major, major major aggressive aggressive problems with these things it got to the point to where his wife and his child moved out of the home and the brothers were putting together a plan kind of like operation sea monkey where they were going to uh <laughs> woody's mic's still on i gotta i gotta mute him out if he's gonna laugh uh but they had put together on serious note they put together a plan to kill one of these things and they were gonna the problem with killing one of these things one of the brothers told me is they would get up on the roof at night. He would hear what sounded like a five or 600-pound man run across his roof at night, almost on a nightly basis. I mean, they were having major, major, major problems. And he was sending me audio. I mean, you'd hear these things roar and scream and whoop. And uh, they had just set out their audio recorders to capture it. So they come up with this plan to kill one of these things. Well, every time I talked to these brothers, I could tell they hadn't slept Almost every time, I could tell you that these guys hadn't slept in two or three days. They were high stress, and they were under major duress every time I talked to them. They would t talk about where do we shoot them, how do we kill them, uh, on and on and on and on. One of the brothers contacted a uh, spirit medium. Here's where the story starts to get really weird. So left one of turn. The, Yeah, here's where it takes a huge left turn. So one of the brothers contacts a spirit medium, and this lady comes out to the property. And when she walks out to the property, as she's walking up the steps, she collapses. And one of the brothers thought she was having a heart attack. He's telling his other brother, hey, call 911. She's having a heart attack. She tells him, no, I'm not having a heart attack. Uh, I, I just, I'm overwhelmed with the amount of entities. Now, this, these are the brothers telling me the story. She was overwhelmed by the amount of entities. And I said, are you sure she used that term, entity? And he goes, yeah. Well, it was seriously cursed land. And that's why she was having that reaction exactly what she said and he had no clue what that meant he was like well, what does that mean and so i said that's interesting she used that term and so what happened next he said they put her in a chair and she's holding her chest and she said i'm just overwhelmed by the amount of entities and one of the brothers was kind of like woody uh, he's a, kind of a wise ass he goes you, well what do you mean you haven't even seen one yet and she goes no there's two over there and, you know, they both look over, and there's two of them standing there, and they and the creature is actually ducked down 
so they bring her inside and prior to this remind me to come back to the homeless woman because that's a really weird part of the story yeah so they bring her inside and she she says to them what we need to do is pray and so now neither one of these guys are religious by any means. I can I know that for a fact just from talking to them. I can tell you that for a fact. I don't think either one of these brothers have ever cracked open a Bible in their life. And I'm not bagging them by saying that. I'm just saying they're not the religious type by any means. So they start talking to her and they start asking her about her background. You know, how do you how the heck did you get into Bigfoot? How the heck did you get into a uh, dogman? She says to them that she grew up as a witch. And what she did was, is she um, would cast out demons. Or she messed with demons when she was younger. And she'd do a lot of witchcraft. And she claimed she knew demons by first name. And so the brothers are like, okay. And one of the brothers had told me, because I, I don't really buy into the demon thing, but okay. So they're sitting there talking to her, and she says, "I, you know, I know demons by first name. I Now I've stepped away from the witchcraft side of it. And I actually found Christianity, and I'm doing this now for the Lord, and I do exorcisms. I go out to people's homes that are having poltergeist problems, and I, I cleanse the, the home. And the brother's like, great, what does it have to do with us? We got a Sasquatch problem. So she says, what we need to do is pray. So they sit around, they pray, and then she goes, let's step outside. It's the same thing, though. You're dealing with evil either either way, Sasquatch or just like a... A demon or a devil that's appearing as a ghost. It's, it's, you know, you're dealing with evil. So they step outside. She walks them to the edge of her property line. And she says, what you need to do is command them, in the name of Jesus Christ, not to come across the property line. They're not welcome here anymore. And don't come on my property anymore. They're not welcome. We want nothing to do with you. On and on and on. So the brothers do that. And so when one of the brothers called me, he goes, Wes, it's the strangest thing. They won't come up to the house anymore. Now, here's the interesting part. When I talked to the brothers originally, I told you they were distressed, hadn't slept in a while. Uh, they were under major stress every time I talked to them. This was the first time I ever talked to these guys where they sound completely relaxed. And I said, what do you mean they won't come up to the property anymore? And he says, they won't. They'll come to the edge of the property. They'll scream. They'll roar. Uh, they're still up on the ridge line where they've always been. And they'll knock down trees and they'll, you know, throughout the night, it sounds like there's 20 lions up there fighting, but they will not come on the property anymore. He said, they will not come up to my daughter's window anymore. And that's the, you know, that's the power of Jesus Christ. And, you know, pleading the blood of Jesus Christ over the land and, and you know, commanding, you know, these things not to come on your land. Asking God to put a hedge of protection around you. Asking God's angels to encamp around about you, your house, your property. You know, these are all things that you can do. And, and they saw firsthand. And they weren't even Christians, I mean. But still, they they prayed. And the, the, the lady, sounds like, you know, was coming at it from a Christian standpoint. And all that activity, they were, you know, on their own property. All the activity stopped. And which is very similar to the one I played, I don't know, a week or two ago where the one lady, they were out in the woods and they said that I, there was some point in the, the video where she said that God showed her the property and 
at least maybe the way that the, the, the cryptozoological creatures that were trying to get on their property, he showed them how he was protecting the property, and she said it looked like there was a, uh, I don't know, a blue flame on all their property. It was on the ground. It was only about three or four inches high, and it was like a blue flame, and it went on the whole property they own, and it went all the way to the back, and these, these cryptozoological hybrid devil creatures could only come up to the point where the blue flame started. They couldn't go across that line. And because evidently it probably would have been like, if they would have tried, it probably would have been like they would have been burned up. So that just shows you the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, I am way over on time for this part. So we will go to part three next. God bless you.